The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. everybody welcome to a very special lr mornings today with kyle manny and a guy who's never been on lr morning things before gig what's up buddy how you doing hey great i have been on lr mornings oh without me without you got it <laughs> so it's half, half lr morning <laughs> without, without without you you I, I think I think what it, what it is is that uh, you guys you guys cover everything so much about Disney that uh, that you guys don't uh, invite me on for anything else you know that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and we we get uh, we get uh, Jace and Mike that want to jump in with DC's stuff very very fast and very often but uh for those of you that don't know gig you sh- you should and the the one of the be- best ways to get to know them through our site of course <laughs> is the youtube channel where gig along with M- manny and nancy are just slaying it out there in the in the uh interview zoom trenches uh um gig tell us a little bit about some of the uh uh, people you've gotten to sp- speak to re- recently and some of the exciting projects you're you you've heard about um i i just get to uh, speak to anybody and any everybody who uh who actually is uh promoting whether it's a small film or large film or or even television um where we're, we're the part of the lrm that actually covers everything else actually on, on the site <laughs> that's not uh that's not marvel that's not disney that's not star uh, wars, star wars uh, which uh, which seems to be uh, where, where a lot of our core staff is so they're they're lrm we do actually cover everything else we cover indies we cover horror yes. uh, we cover romance we cover action films we cover you know animation we cover you know Chinese action movies. We cover we cover the rest, and yeah. um, the the only difference is that uh, we don't have a multimedia regular podcast to <laughs> to, to discuss uh, you know that 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 universe and so on. Um, but uh, but 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 I'm here now, and that's just because, from my understand, I stepped into your guys' territory. He did. Um, he did. Where you got to see a once. Movie. Yeah, once in a while, um, 
once in a while you guys like to talk about dc stuff how often do you guys talk about dc stuff like every, uh, every, every well, couple of weeks or something like that I, it's recently been a lot more than <laughs> manny would like i bet i don't know man manny what do you think are we talking no, I feel about the same. dc no i i feel the same way sometimes <laughs> i feel like it's so oversaturated sometimes with star wars and marvel that i that i don't I was just telling somebody yesterday, I think, I was like, you know what? I I don't like then, Star Wars as much yeah. anymore because of how much I have to hear Burned about out. it. Then let me <laughs> let me correct it. M- Manny, how sick and tired of you are you of hearing Zack Snyder's Justice League? <laughs> well, I mean, I've talking about I've, it. I've told yeah. I've told many people this. If you give a mouse a cookie, they're gonna ask for a glass of milk. So it's never going to end. Never. Now they're going now now they're now they're asking for uh for the Snyderverse. So nah, Yeah. Really. It, it's just it's just now a part of fandom that we're going to have to deal with. Yeah. Uh Gig, what's your your background with DC, man? Is that like your your uh milk and honey right there as far as superheroes concerned if you have any? For the DC part? No, I'm um I'm I'm honestly I am the part of the division that's uh that's probably the non-fanboy uh, part. So if I'm actually coming uh, to you, talking to you right now, I'm coming from a, a non-fanboy uh, perspective because you have to realize uh, um, com- comic book films would probably make up less than 5% of the movies that I actually watch. You know, um, like one of the things uh, um, I I was joking around um, the other day, I think uh, one of your podcasters, Nick, tweeted about, tweeted about the uh, the Oscars on how he 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 hasn't seen any of them whereas I have seen <laughs> all of them yeah so so it's 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 quite a, it's quite a you know it's quite a difference it's a quite a different world if you actually um, talk about it because you know what sometimes you're you're in one world and then and then sometimes there's the Mar- Martin Scorsese who talks about movies and then you're like dismissing him. But then you have to forget he's in a, he's in a different room. He comes yeah, from a different yeah. perspective because he see he probably seen all those movies that got nominated, whereas, you know, some some of us just specialize on only, you know, Marvel, Star Wars and, and Disney all the time. So in, re- in reality. In reality, um, if if you're asking if you're asking about uh, if I seen comic book movies and all this kind of stuff, the answer is yes. But and you don't have a horse in the race. Okay, yeah, and and the reason why I, that ha- I come from that perspective is because it's my job to to know that stuff too. Because my job is to know everything. Because <laughs> who who do I know? that I would actually have to, uh, you know, eventually have to talk to. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Because there's a, there's a possibility that a Marvel star Wars or Disney project will come onto my lap or a Zack Snyder's uh, justice league come, come onto my lap. Um, in my opinion, it is actually unfair is because uh, personally, I think uh, Manny <laughs> should have yeah. came onto Manny's lap. But, uh, but you know, some, some, sometimes, sometimes, you know, the studios like to uh, pitch or they want to uh, work with somebody or they want uh, to sp- spread out their message amongst, you know, like a diversity that type, type of, uh, you know, core of uh, press people. 
Yeah. Because sometimes it's not a good idea just to only um, pitch it to only mm-hmm. fanboys sometimes. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know what I mean? And then and that's and that's and that's their that's their marketing strategy. Yeah. And I'm a lot like you with enjoying a crap ton of other movies, which is why I've expanded this show to an hour and and video things like horror. I got a big spot where a, a bookshelf's going to go. It's going to have all my horror stuff in it. Um Indie films, you know, you, you you start thinking about things like what Nolan did with uh, Mem- Memento and Alaska. Uh, was it Alaska or Insomnia? Insomnia. But he was just a producer on that one, I think. Anyways, uh, it's there. There is a crap ton of, of inter- entertainment out there, and it's it's wonderful to watch. There's there's way more than comic book movies, but we are here to talk about Zack Snyder's Justice League. Because it's gotten um, an immediate response a couple nights ago that seemed all po- positive from people like uh, <clears throat> Randolph and some other tr- trades. I think THR and Variety he may have had their reviews out, and they, they were both pretty de- decent. Uh, but some fans have also come out with, with other voices, and it's it's great that you're you're here as a non-fanboy as a movie guy and as a uh movie journalist guy to kind of give us your spoiler free take on Zack Snyder's Justice League first off let me ask man man does it feel like four hours it felt like five to six hours gee quite 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 honestly um I know that uh, that you actually got some positive uh, vibes out of it uh, yesterday, and uh, or Sunday was when they actually start uh, tweeting yes. about the reactions. Yesterday was when they actually uh, started with the reviews, and um, and that's and that's because the very very first reviewers that would always react are the fanboy reviewers. Yes. They're they're the ones that uh, they're the ones that will always put out their reactions to anything and everything comic book wise because that's that's a lot of things that they actually covered that's why when um, when every time there's a marvel movie that comes out they'll say oh captain marvel is the best movie ever okay and then after that then they said no avengers is the best movie after and then they would say you know wonder woman is the best movie after so if you actually go back to some of their reactions and comments they'll keep on raising that bar, calling everything the best movie ever. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was about to debate with a, um, a colleague of mine who, who's a movie reviewer, and he called Zack Snyder's Justice League as the movie. best superhero movie ever made in both DC and Marvel Universe. And I can tell you from a non-fanboy perspective, it is far from that, okay? And um, and there are some of the people who reviewed it yesterday called it a masterpiece, but um, someone tweeted out uh, yesterday that a masterpiece means it's perfect. You don't give a nine out of 10 or four out of five and they call it a masterpiece. Yeah, that's okay. true. Um, it's sitting but, at a 79 on Rotten Tomatoes right now with a hundred, or excuse me, 76 with 107 reviews in. Anyways, keep going. Yeah. And and just to let you know, a 76 on Rotten Tomatoes for a comic book movie is not good. No. In comparison to 
the other, you know, Marvel movies that actually have um, came out. It will probably be, will get to be a fresh tomato, but, um, but it is, it is actually a low bar. I think like Wonder Woman 1984 came out to be maybe about like a 50 or 60%. Mm-hmm. And, um, and if you followed, you know, some of the Twitter and critics review reviewers, some of them initially came out saying it yeah, was one awesome. of the best mm-hmm. Wonder Woman movies that they ever seen. It was terrible. And, um, and, it, and it was just downright horrible. So, so sometimes you have to take, you know, fanboys, uh, you know, criticism, you know, how can you say with, with a grain of salt, but if you're asking me, because the very, very first thing that everyone's going to point out about the Zack Snyder thing is the four hour and nine minute length. Does it feel like four hours and nine minutes? I, I watch, I have watched it twice. Um, the second time I watched it on dur- during daylight saving times, which we all joked that it was, <laughs> it was five hours. Um, and uh, it, it, it literally feels like you probably watch mul- uh, multiple movies. Oh. And, and I think it should have been multiple movies. I think it would have been better if they went with uh, that format because there, there, there's, a, there's no way anyone because it comes out in theaters this friday mm-hmm. okay for a lot of theaters um i believe los angeles and new york it comes out in theaters um a lot um california is starting to open up and there's no way anyone's going to watch you know four hours and nine minutes in a theater where you're going to have to be paying ten dollars for popcorn and soda for four hours and you can't hit the pause button uh, I think there's a mm-hmm. lot of pe- people that might see it in IMAX, but I think you're you're right about regular th- theaters. It's not going to do do much. But yeah, it's, it's, IMAX. It's it's uh, Manny, hearing that that it feels longer than than four hours, man. I, I know you've already got some. You know, we've all got ex- expectations of this movie, but what is that? Does that give you hope for tomorrow night, late in the night? So, so the the mentality is not to go expecting much and just enjoy it as a fan to get to see certain characters in certain moments. Because the ma- the fact of the matter is, the Justice League film already came out a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and essentially it's still going to be the same story, just longer. Yeah. So I can I can honestly see how it would feel longer now if you're just adding scenes to it because you're you're still traveling to the same place as far as as far as the story it's just stretched out a lot (laughs) more so uh i you know it's it's just um i'm real going to watch it as a fan yeah but i'm not expecting it to be that 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 work of art or that yeah in you know snyder was right that some people are claiming on twitter uh, because it's it's not going to be that yeah there's there's a reason why they moved away from it from the, in the first place. Gig, uh, how how many bathroom breaks did you take? No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> tell Actually, us- if you really want to know, um, first time I watched it, I paused it maybe about three or four times, mm-hmm. and I fell asleep. Oh wow, Jesus! How about how? However, let, let, um, just just to go off of uh, Manny's remarks here, um, if if you actually go to watch this movie with a low expectation. It's a good movie. Oh, okay, okay. Explain and that, I, the only, and I'll explain it this wise because the other um, Justice League movie 
was just downright horrible. Right. Okay. The bar has been set so low that anything could be better than the previous Justice League movie. So, nice. so in this case, the Zack Snyder one hasn't will have an easier time. My worry is that if you you get hyped up so much expecting mm-hmm. a masterpiece, expecting perfection. Okay, you're expecting, you know, something at the caliber of, you know, Marvel um, Avengers Endgame or something like that. Then you're going to then you're going to then you're setting yourself up as a disappointment. My, so in, in reality, I think you if you actually just go in and say, you know what, I'm just going to enjoy the movie. I've seen this movie before and just pretend it it isn't a, a, a movie that's a three hours of deleted scenes. OK. interesting so uh that core story of steppenwolf the the mother box because he he was one of the first ones to come out and be like i'm not filming any anything extra everything i i filmed is is there i don't like what they did but what whatever like he he was like that is it still pretty much that same core story just with a shit ton of deleted scenes well hold on um what it is is that uh, he has changed um a few scenes there that didn't work um for him um because you have to remember if i you guys could correct me if i'm wrong when joss whedon took the project he only kept what like 70 per, um less than 70 percent of Zack snyder like stuff that. or is it the yeah, opposite it was, or is it 30 percent? low amount i think yeah, it was, it was 30 40 wasn't it manny yeah, it was a low low amount, and and he he shot a bunch of new stuff for it as as well, and you could feel where it feels wrong. But like I like I said, I knew that uh, Syrian Hines, I think is how you pronounce his name. Syrian Hines, yeah, yeah, had said that he hadn't um he, that that there there was nothing that he had filmed uh that uh, either wasn't used or wasn't sitting in a can. So when I started thinking about that and this movie, I was like, well, you're still going to end up somewhere fighting in an empty town unless you decided to digitally add people to up the the drama and the stuff with Steppenwolf still kind of has to happen the way it happened. Well, the the plot is still written by Chris Terrio in both mm. movies. So, so the Steppenwolf and the, you know, those, those magic boxes, that's, that's still going to be the core story. Okay. What, what it is, is that uh, you have to delete some of the uh, Joss Whedon's humor mm-hmm. stuff and his focus on specific characters. And, 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 I, and I'll get into that uh, when, when you actually, if, if you want to, to have yeah, minor spoilers, absolutely. but um but like for for example, um, one one of the most teased uh, lines that I joke about from the Justice League movie, the original one, mm-hmm. that I thought it was the down most downright horrible thing that could ever happen in any movie is when Lois Lane goes up to Superman, and basically says, "You smell good." <laughs> okay, that was out like in the cornfield. I don't know if you guys remember that. That is gone out of this new version, okay? But the problem is, for some of us who have seen that movie, 
when when it comes to like Lois Lane and Superman, um, I, because I did actually see with a small group of people, every we're all snickering, just basically whispering to ourselves like, "Well, you smell good." So so there there is that shadow of the old uh, that's funny old uh, Justice League that kind of like kind of still hovers. So even even if you actually de- um, de- delete um, certain scenes, so I want to say. Um, I want to say half or possibly more of the Joss Whedon stuff has been replaced. Uh, Manny, good. take over a little bit, man. Ask him to describe stuff. Do post thing things. I actually, you know, one of the one of the most basic things that I want to know, and, and it's probably an easy question to answer, is is uh, is Clark Kent's Henry Cavill's face CGI in any of this, or is or is it? You know what? Um, I want to say it is hard to tell because I did not see this on IMAX. I I saw, I saw it on a small screen and then, um, and then, um, and then I saw it on a projector. So in, in all cases, I did not see this on 4k and, um, our, our screener format was not a widescreen. It was letterbox, which I thought that was actually the most strangest thing to uh, to send out a screener on a letterbox format um, rather than a, on a widescreen because it, it would it would have been awesome if this was on widescreen. So all, all I could say is that when it, when it comes out um, what Thursday and it's mm-hmm. not on widescreen, then I'm going to be even terribly more disappointed. <laughs> Uh, but uh, but but when you're watching watching this on the small screen, um, I guess it's nice is that you can't tell it's C- CGI, right? Yeah. Um. So so whatever it is, um, a film like this looks looks beautiful on on the small screen, ra- rather than on a large screen. But you know, it's it's like um, what was it? Uh, I don't know if you guys remember a movie called The Hobbit. I'm yeah, sure you guys no, remember. The movie I don't that. think I can remember but, that one. But but when The Hobbit first came out, it was a uh, it was one of those first films where it bragged that it was on what sixty frames per second or something like that. Something. Instead of, instead of the usual uh, twenty twenty four. Uh, on the red on the uh, on the red epic cameras. Yeah, yeah. and um, when you watch a movie like that for the first time on the large screen. Um, one it was very noticeable is because when you're watching it, you could see the makeup mm-hmm. on the actors. Okay, because because when you're when you're when you when you do it on that on that type of camera, it looked the clarity was so clear that it <laughs> looked fake. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But but then now you watch The Hobbit on the small screen, you know, on HBO Max, and you're saying, oh wow, those trolls look great. <laughs> So, um, so there, there, there is probably um, going to be a huge difference if you see this in the theaters oh, or not. So uh, I, um, so for for the CGI Superman, I I could tell you I can't, I personally can't tell. But I'm sure when you get to watch it in a couple of days, you're probably going to uh, do a follow up uh, podcast to uh, discuss. Uh, you know, uh, we're, to, we're we're trying Superman. to get the many as the website as we can that think they can watch it before 9 9 p.m eastern on thursday to to do a a review of it but um uh just to work in the tech tuesday segment in the middle of the review view it's funny that you mentioned the frame rates cameras and and uh people's eyes uh 
I, I used to be, I guess, technically still am. I don't play computer games much anymore, but I used to be a big PC gamer. So I've had like 120 hertz, 144 hertz refresh uh, rate monitors for, for years. You know, uh, I played games over 60 frames per second for way before the PS3's day and age, right? And so I actually kind of like, um, I know a lot of movie buffs hate it, but I like the the extra crispness and, and clarity, especially in graphics-heavy things, because I guess it, I, I've sp- spent so much time in that virtual world that it almost feels more real than motion blur. Like, games where you can turn motion, motion blur on to make it, more real i turn that shit off i want i want glorious pure uh 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 frame rates that 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 look great so i really enjoy that you mentioned the a- aspect ratio being an an issue for you do you gig prefer 20 frame per uh 24 frame per second over um a higher frame rate for a movie um, quite, quite honestly, I, I, I come from more of the indie world, so I prefer the story. Um, and you know, the dialogue, you know, that, that kind of stuff, uh, okay. ra- rather than, you know, the, so it doesn't bug you. It doesn't bug me. It's, it's, I'm, I'm not, I'm not watching it for the glitz and, you know, and the glamour and so on. I mean, if we're, if, if I'm actually sitting here talking about the glitz and glamour, then I would be saying, wow, Steppenwolf <laughs> would be very impressive with the new armor that, because it's so, so shiny, the so pointy, Megatron you know, armor. yeah, you know, com- and then, and then if you compare that to, you know, his, you know, the previous Justice League, it's, you know, it's, it's night and day. Yeah. That's one of the biggest comments that a lot of people will actually bring up, um, you know, in the comparison between, you know, this Justice League and the previous Justice League. Does it look better and so on? Of course, it's going to look better. We yeah. they actually had three years to work on it. Well, they, you know? they had time to work on Wonder Woman 84. And that was one of my biggest complaints is I I saw that movie and I was like, you guys had post for almost a, a year and this is what you turned out. Um, Manny, last bit on the Tech Tuesday segment. Do you prefer 24 frames per second for film, or are you okay with other uh, formats, aspect ratios? Actually, I'm going to end up stealing Gig's answer as well, just just doesn't because matter. of the fact that. Well, it, it doesn't matter. Sometimes, actually, because uh, like Gig, I covered enough indie films that when you use some some uh, filmmakers use like even 35 millimeter, or they mm-hmm. use you know really old school ways of shooting to to get certain grit um and sometimes it's not really about the look because of the budget but you got to focus on other little things like like plot and also acting yeah um you know some some people's performances in indie films is, is fantastic and it gets overlooked and so when when looking when going to talk to filmmakers or actors that are in these in these projects you, you you need to you need to look at some of these little things because it, it's some of these things that you can point out and highlight dur- during your conversations with them and and they really appreciate that mm-hmm. kind of stuff because you know it, it's they're never going to get the the glamour or or the podcast or or on twitter the the raving reviews that you know a justice league is going to have even though maybe it doesn't even have 
you know, a quarter of the story that some of these indie films have. But uh, so when it comes to the the visuals of the film, as far as what it's filmed on, that's that's near the bottom of my list. Cool, cool. Well, way way to ruin t- Tech Tuesday. I'm saying, guys, <laughs> go out and get get high refresh rates. That's that's what I'm saying, especially for gaming, because if you've got a uh, a 4K TV budget, no HDR, and it's only able of 30 frames per second, it's got like a fake 60. Go spend the money on a 1080p true 60 hertz monitor. Anyways. Gig, without giving us too many spoilers first, give us your uh, take on it, your score of Justice League, something you liked, something you didn't like, and then we'll give a little bit of a spoiler warning and go into light, light spoilers. Sure. That's um, good, Manny? Yep. Cool. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to go straight up and tell you what my score is, and then okay. I'll, I, will, I will explain it. Um, and and just uh, just to reiterate, my perspective is from a non fanboy perspective. So I'm not I'm not a Marvel uh, specialist. I'm not a DC specialist. I'm a comic book specialist. I'm just a much more of a regular person who actually you know watched um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. So my grade is actually a solid C. Okay. Now, some of you guys may be surprised saying, wow, C is actually horrible. Well, what that basically, um, what I'm saying is it's actually, it's passable. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's not, it's not the best superhero movie out there and it's not the worst superhero movie out there. I would, if I had to rank DC films, um, the, the, the first Patty Jenkins Wonder Woman was better than this. Um, Shazam to me was mm-hmm. better than this, but I'm also coming from the perspective that uh, that Zack Snyder's which one was it? The, the first Superman, and he also did Batman versus yes. Superman. If I if I correct, yes, those movies bore me to death. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I want to say that this movie was actually was kind of in line um, with with his uh, the other Zack Snyder's uh, film. So so take it. Take it as you will. So it depends on whether whether you considered the, you know the previous Zack Snyder movies the best movies out there. Because I do know some people love those Zack Snyder movies. They they, they would probably grade those as A's. Mm-hmm. But um, but some people are you know and then quite quite the opposite. And I'm I would say this is passable because as I said before, the bar was actually pretty low. Mm-hmm. Now let me go through what I liked about the film. Um, first of all, um, Ray Fisher's cyborg was something I hated about the original film. Okay. To the point that I have never been on Ray Fisher's side oh, in, the, in, in whatever debate that he, 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 his beef with Warner Brothers. And that's because his performance in the uh, original Justice League movie was so downright disastrous that I, by no means, I don't want to see him in another movie. At this oh, point, his, his, his career is over because of that, okay? Now, after watching this version of Justice League, where uh, um, they very much expanded 
his background, his plot, and his mm -hmm. scene. Now you have to sit back going, oh, you know what? Cyborg is actually a decent character. Okay? Because now you get Booyah. to know where Cyborg actually comes from, his motivation, everything. And then, and then now, now I'm like sitting back going, okay, you know what? Now, now I'm starting to somewhat sympathize. Maybe yeah. Ray Fisher deserves a second chance mm -hmm. in, you know, on screen. So th that was one of the things I did actually like. The second thing that I did actually like was um, they, they changed the flash a little bit. Rather, I don't, from the first Justice League movie, I think he was just the comic uh, relief mm -hmm. in the first Justice League because, you know, he was just like funny. You know, Joss Whedon wanted to put him in there just to, you know, for laugh and jokes and all this kind of stuff. He, the Flash, has a much more expanded role. In fact, he, his role is very integral in, in, in this movie that kind of that will kind of lead to the next Flash movie. In, in um, per per se, so I I did actually like that. Okay, so I like the fact that they expanded uh, Cyborg and Flash storyline. Okay, um, but that was about it from um, from my my perspective. What I didn't like was that I feel like they have problems trying to balance out the characters, whereas the first Justice League. Joss Whedon knew that he should concentrate on Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman, and possibly Aquaman, because those are the core characters. Those were the movies at the time that everybody was talking about. So this way, you kind of put Cyborg and The Flash, you know, in the back burner. Mm -hmm. And for this movie, I think there was a struggle trying to bring balance at all with all the characters. Um, and so now you're going to see less of the other characters or you don't, or they don't prove to be much more memorable because you're so focused on the flash and cyborg for, for the, for this movie. So, uh, so, so, but, but that, that, that's just a minor complaint. Some people may, a lot of people would disagree with that. That, that was just my, my minor complaint. It's just because as a regular person, I know more about Superman, Batman and Wonder Woman. Right. Whereas, you know, um, fanboys will will know more about, you know, the Flash or or Cyborg, right. you know, that kind of stuff. My one of the biggest beefs that I have is the Lord of the Rings type of ending. Oh, no. It actually come, so comes like five uh, endings. Yeah. Uh, where it just comes in with the ending after ending. They kind of did that with Justice League. But yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. And the they call it the epilogue. Um, in this in this film mm. and the epilogue itself feels like an hour and i think that that's why it actually was drawn out in fact um when we were watching this movie we had we had a, a 14 year old teenager um who's who basically got bored and he was about to leave and somebody joked and said hey don't leave yet there's still 10 more endings okay so so it, um, some some of the stuff was kind of uh, drowned out, and I want to say it kind of uh, caught caused it to feel it to make things seem to a little bit too long. And when you do a four hour movie like that, at some point you're going to stop caring yeah. to to know what what actually proceeds with the plot. I think the fanboys 
who love Easter eggs, they're the ones who's going to enjoy a film like this the most. The rest of us, it's it's just so-so. And um, if we don't know our stuff, um, then, you know, then then there's really no no point. But uh, but for for fanboys and Zack Snyder fans, I think they'll probably enjoy enjoy this a lot more than than my my perspective. So fair to say, potentially a a general generality that from your point of view, uh, the the theatrical cut would be more general audience, while this one general audience may get a kick out of it but it's like wandavision the more comics you know the more you're getting out out of stuff in the background yeah and um and i mean i i could put my two cents on wandavision and i think you guys will tend to agree um to disagree it's because uh a lot of you guys probably love wandavision and so on but to uh, to a person who, who who's not familiar with you know um scarlet witch and mm-hmm. Um, Agatha or, or anything, you know, any, anything like that. When, when we actually watch it, WandaVision was just, you know, it was, it was just, it, w- it wasn't like a great series. It wasn't, um, you know, it was not something new. And Agatha herself was just a, a, a villain caricature. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a, you know, like deep, like yeah. Thanos or something like that. So and and the first three episodes to some of us felt very unnecessary. We weren't we didn't see where the point was going, and the ending to One Vision was was a letdown. But of course, you know some some people I do know some people like on your podcast, uh, Nick called it uh, that One Vision stuck its landing, <laughs> and then then I was like scratching my head. It was like stuck its landing. You're saying it was a ten out of ten, <laughs> but. Uh, but you know, it's 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 all it all comes from perspective in its own way. If if you come from the you know as um, what part of the Zack Snyder's army or part of the DC universe, and you and you know the little the little comic book stuff or where this Justice League is actually leading to, then I'm sure you're going to enjoy all the you know extended deleted scenes, all the different multiple endings, because it's going to open up. Uh, to a possible, you know, future DC movies um, and so on. And that, and that's what I think DC fans were actually craving for, because that's, that's, that's the thing that Marvel does best, right? They mm-hmm. always tease you. What's, what's the next three to five movies, the, the plots down the road and what they're, what they were hoping for to do in this DC movie is to start plotting, you know, for the next flash movie for the next, what Aquaman movie, mm-hmm. um, the next Shazam movie, or even possibly another Justice League movie, and I think that's that's what they were tra- they were trying to do. They were trying to find that winning formula. The question is, does it work? And um, for me, uh, I actually stopped caring at that point yeah. of the of the movie. Uh, Manny, uh, in reaction to his spoiler free stuff, we'll give a spoiler warning and we'll do some light spoiler talk and wrap it up. You want to say, uh, ask anything based on what he had to say, Manny, or anything? No, actually, well, what I what I want to ask him more than anything is, is in your opinion, is this Snyder cut worth all the years of hype and storyboards and clips and images that Zack Snyder kept putting out? The time, time and money of the fans to put right. billboards, make ad, ads, videos. Oh, the 
Well, the answer is a definite yes. And the only reason why is because the, the last one was just simply not his movie. Okay. And, um, and the, the amount of time, the amount of money to, to basically come up with the movie, what the original intention of the director mm -hmm. is, yeah. is, is what, um, is what we should actually invest in. If this, this is what the movie that we were supposed to get, now we got it. It's like the same thing with, um, in my opinion, um, I don't know if you remember this movie called AI. Yeah. Um, with Robin uh, Williams and um, what was the no, little kid? It's a, it's a, it, what, I don't think Robin Williams was in that movie. But it uh, is the little kid. No, that's Millennial Man that I was thinking. Yeah. Millennial Man. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. AI, AI had that little kid where, you know, where he's the android and so mm -hmm. on. And, um, and that director died halfway through that movie. And then, it, then, then Steven Spielberg took over and the second half just became like a Pinocchio type of yeah. thing. And sometimes when you see a movie like that, you always wonder like, what was the original intention of the director? Mm -hmm. Because then it, then it feels like it was two different movies and then becomes, you know, two different vision and becomes a horrible movie um, down, downright. Um, so in, the, in this case, the original Justice League to me, you, 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 you know, you watch it and then you then you start to wonder going, OK, what was Zack Snyder and what was Joss Whedon? Mm -hmm. Now, in this case, this is all Zack Snyder and no Joss Whedon. Yeah. And that's and that and what was it actually worth it? I would say it's a definite yes, especially for the fans. It's uh, because this is uh, this is all Zack Snyder. This completes his trilogy of his vision of the uh, of the Snyderverse, if that's what if that's what you guys actually called it. Manny, I I will let you kind of lead the discussion with the spoilers. I really don't care what's spoiled, but. Ladies and gen gentlemen, we're going to get into some light spoilers. Manny is the D DC guy here is going to kind of guide it me, make sure we don't go too far. But if you don't want to know anything, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, be sure to tune in tomorrow. Check out LRM underscore exclusive for a uh, word on that Justice League re review podcast. Manny. So so one of the biggest things that was that's been billed as far as a new edition is is the big bad that's supposed to be of the DC universe, Darkseid, and some of his uh, cohorts like Desaad, and and we've even seen Granny Goodness. How much of them do we see in the film? Is is it are they just looming in the background? Is or or do they actually play any any more significant role? The answer is yes. They actually play a little bit more significant role. Um, if you remember from the first uh, Justice League movie. Um, remember the scene where um, I want to say Steppenwolf came onto the planet and all the all the armies um, mm -hmm. united to actually uh, um, fight him. Um, that scene has been changed to uh, so instead of Steppenwolf coming down to the planet, it's actually Darkseid. I figured. Wow, nice. Okay, so nice. so they so they actually changed that scene, and it's a much more extended battle mm. of of that scene. Um, um the 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 other guy what was his name the one with the uh, with the cloak and the cape uh oh, Desaad. Desaad. um he periodically shows up it's because uh he communicates with uh, steppenwolf makes sense okay he's so he's basically like the messenger and so on 
and then um, and then towards the end, um, you will see you will see um, Dark Side uh, Desad, and um, and and you see what, what what's his name Granny Granny Goodness Granny Goodness. Um, I could tell you Granny Goodness is just a cameo, mm-hmm. okay, but um, but but without going into major spoilers, um, yes, they do show up. Okay, so so it's it's not one of those things where they they're just in the background or they're just talked about. Um, where I think if maybe if more reference to what like the um, before the Avengers movie, where it's just you kind of know about the Thanos. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's actually scenes with them in this movie. It's four hours. There has to be scenes. Yeah. <laughs> how how much of a significant uh, part is is now additional nightmare sequences? um there are they talk about nightmare sequences there are the if i recall from the first justice league movie batman was the one who actually had the nightmare sequences Mm -hmm. Uh, in in this one the nightmare sequences occur with two characters um batman and cyborg um cyborg is the one that actually gets the um the the nightmare sequence um, because uh, if you watch the movie, something triggers for him to see sort of the future. Okay, um, this this film, in my in my opinion, um, failed to explain why Batman had an had a nightmare sequence. Um, but the nightmare sequence was actually for Batman was in the epilogue, and by that time, I actually stopped caring. And I think you know which nightmare sequence we're mm-hmm. actually talking about because that's the teaser in the trailer mm-hmm. that um, that actually is. So um, for for those people who are spoiler alert, um, because I know I was watching the film, and some people watching with me would be shouting, "Well, where's the freaking Joker?" Yeah. <laughs> oh no whoops okay and um and the and the answer is in the epilogue in the epilogue <laughs> so you gotta wait i i really i really felt that that was going to be yeah. one of those almost like bait and switch things where you're gonna where there's enough people who care about the joker jared leto's joker that you know if you if you dangle it dangle him in front of him and he's they're still, gonna be ex- they're gonna be you're going to be excited before hours of a movie. Well, yeah. if um, I, I, I could tell you that I didn't care at that point, whether the Joker actually showed up or so on, but, um, but his, his scene is a little bit more extended than, than what's shown on the trailer. So don't, so don't worry that is, is it, is he just in the background um, yeah. laughing? No, he actually has, he actually has something to say. Um, but I was so tired by that point. I didn't really care what he had to say. Were so. you <laughs> too tired to notice if um, Leto was was you know giving a a good per- performance? Did he seem to dig what he was do- doing? Oh yeah, let Leto Leto enjoys playing the Joker. Yeah, and um, and I and I do have to admit uh, he he looked he looked a bit crazy um in 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 this sequence so uh so i'm i'm sure once you guys uh, actually view it you guys could probably spend an hour talking about it itself um and the other there is another uh, cameo that they actually did film a lot more and um and it's that's with um um joe mangianello 
with uh, with Slade. Um, He actually came back to film an additional scene. And um, but don't get your hopes up. That, too, is in the epilogue. Mm. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Um, And and that was um, from my understand from what I've heard that film that scene was filmed was because he was supposed to have his own movie. Mm hmm. Right. Um, with the, you know, the next Batman, um, mm. you know, movie with uh, Ben Affleck. And I and I don't know, is Ben Affleck completely out kind of in his own way? He's got uh, he's not, he's going to be one in the appearance yeah. left. To OK, but, but he's not he's not having his own Batman mm-hmm. movie anymore. No. So, so as an apology, they went ahead and filmed an additional scene um with 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 his character and that and that's the and i think that's going to be one of the biggest downfalls for this movie is to include those easter eggs and then it just leaves you hanging if um if it doesn't if there isn't another justice league movie that makes you know you know that where you have a cliffhanger and and doesn't and you never get that you know that that other step that actually comes down so hopefully warner brothers will do something about, about that, meaning that um, someone, whether Snyderverse continues or not, someone has to take that torch and start start moving with it because um, Zack Snyder has already started that plot line, unless they're just going to completely reboot it, which is a possibility with the Flash movie. Mm-hmm. Then, yeah. then that basically means that we just wasted all of our time watching all these movies. <laughs> I think it's going to be a an established uh, like they sh- showed in the CW crossover and an established multiverse. It just, we won't ever see this universe again, but it does exist. <laughs> Manny, any, anything else you want to continue with? Yeah. What uh, was the R rating necessary and what, Ooh, what in your, question. what in your opinion is gave it the, the necessary R rating that, that Zack Snyder includes? Um, the R rating I'm trying to think the R rating Zack Snyder had um I let, let me address that is it positive I always enjoy Zack Snyder's uh visual directing mm-hmm. because of ever since 300 I I used to be on board of Zack Snyder but if but for someone who reads like after 300 he kind of like fell apart with that uh that one that one film with a bunch of girls you know with with the loud music uh, yeah, sucker punch, and then and then he did like the the owls of Gahul and all this kind of stuff, and then yeah. and then after that, it's, it's just a it, it just kind of went downhill. Dawn of the um, Dead from, was bad. Uh, yeah. So what it is um, when you're talking about R rating, you're talking about the kills, okay, oh. the the violence. Um, so in this case, um, it would have been nice to see it on the large screen, so this way you could actually see decapitations. You could actually see um, body splitting in half, wow. you know, um, that, that, that kind of stuff. So um, um, Steppenwolf does a number on regular people. Ooh, not, not okay. just the Amazons. <laughs> okay. So, well, it's because, uh, because he, 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 he has like a, you know, what, what do they call it? A vorpal weapon that's, mm-hmm. you know, slices people in half and so on. So, uh, so you'll, you, you'll, you'll, you'll see that, I mean, its own way, but I've, I've seen so many movies. I'm kind of like, you know, none of these movies is completely in shock unless you're really showing, you know, bloods and guts, you know, (laughs) spilling out of their bodies, you know, 
I mean, I've seen so many horror movies in this case, you know, eyeballs flying. It's, it's not that it's not that type of, you know, R. Did the um, R and, come as a PR stunt then? Do you think it do you think it probably could have gotten a PG-13 or? Do you I think I think they could have easily got a PG-13. Um, I, I think uh, I think if they cut out if because the fact that, um, you know, the certain, you know, the um, splitting of, uh, of of bodies and all this kind yeah. of stuff, um, they, they, they could they could easily remove that. And I think um, I think there was like a few cuss words Ooh. that said said in the movie and, and, to, and, and, to, and to me, you know, I, I don't even know why cuss words even even push anybody towards towards an R now these days. I don't know. It's fu- funny. Uh, not to inter- interject too much, but uh, when it comes to cur- curse words, you know, I got a kid, and uh, I use uh, curse words all the time. But we in in house, we just call them grown up words because there's there's no such thing. I like Thor. What he said: all words are made up. Technically, there's no such thing as a bad word. There's only yeah. bad ways to use them. Yada yada yada. And uh, it's worked. He won't even curse mm. for money because he's not a grown up. <laughs> anyways go ahead yeah so uh so manny more more quite i'm sure you have like a dozen questions go for it manny <laughs> i have i have a, a bunch of questions and some of them i don't yeah, know go for I it want, i don't know if i want to know them uh <laughs> just because of the fact well i mean a lot Answering of them they cover your ears and <laughs> I'll, I'll let the audience hear so do, do we see uh so with maybe maybe don't give me a name just to but do we see another Justice League member show up by any chance? Besides Martian Manhunt, which we know about. Oh, okay. So you guys do know about that? Yeah. Um, are 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 you actually referring to um Ryan Reynolds? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh possibly. Um, the answer is Ryan Reynolds is correct. He is not in the movie. Is is okay. there a is besides the dark side uh, sequence in the beginning where he fights the, pretty much Earth, uh, is is there any other lantern in in the film? Um, you you saw a lantern in the original film, right? Right, right. And during that sequence, yeah, during that during that sequence, mm-hmm. um, the, um, that character has a little bit more expanded role. Okay, um, I want to say an, an extra fifteen, <laughs> maybe ten seconds. No, oh, I thought you were about to say 15 okay. minutes. I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Um, um, I mean, no, it's it's not to the point where like yeah. you know who he is or anything like that, but uh, but you you'll you'll see his face a little clearer. I got I got one, Manny. Are there any, like I said, other than the, the Martian manhunter and like a Green Lantern we saw before, are there any hero name drops that we have haven't seen on screen yet? Um, you know what? Um, no, I don't. I don't think they actually name dropped uh, in, any new heroes at 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 this point. So if you're if you're talking about like other Justice League members, maybe like uh, what like Hawk and Hawk you know Man or something. Uh, yeah, yeah. If they um, alluded to. Oh, you know what? Shazam or anything. Hold on. Um, from a non fanboy perspective, um, because I had to look it up. The answer is yes. There is somebody in the film that um that i i i um i was made aware of that he is a superhero character okay um down the road not actually but yet. um but 
to a non-fanboy like myself, I did not know that. And to a lot of people, they do not know that. And his real name was revealed in the epilogue. Oh. Okay. And then, um, so to comic book fans, if you pay attention to, because a lot of people fall asleep during the epilogue by then, um, when the name is mentioned, then you'll be like, oh my gosh, that guy is so-and-so. Okay. But um, it's not, it's, it's sort of like a passing type of, type of thing. You, you really have to pay attention and real, realize who that person is. I'm so yes. Have to do during the epilogue. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yes, it, it is, it's very brief and, um, but, um, but, but it is an Easter egg. You're, but you're right. Yeah. Some, some, someone is actually, and, and then, and then the funniest thing is that um, you, you would barely remember that he was in the movie. <laughs> so, so there is a reference to the character. I don't know if that's something that they were planning to introduce in um, future DC movies, but it, it was, it was actually mentioned. Don't, don't say anything right or wrong but manny i'm thinking todd red hood possibly what do you think from that what he just said no no, no what do you i'm think not then I, I don't know <laughs> i don't even know uh, only reason I, I say that is is because joker's part of the epilogue and um i think snyder said that in his mind hmm. joker killed grayson not yeah, he said Joker killed yeah. Grayson. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying like it'd be kind of weird, weird to see Todd show up as Red Hood. But anyway, there, there, there is in the nightmare sequence with the Joker. There is another character. I don't know who he is, um, but he's in full costume. Oh, okay, okay, um, and um, but they never really said his name. So to a non fanboy myself. Um, I, I do kind of know, but I don't want to reveal it to you guys. But uh, but to some people, they may they may would like to actually uh, see that and cheer for the character because I think I think it is actually a popular character. But it's not uh, it's not who you think. Um, it, may, it may be who you think when you actually see see the sequence. And um, but because I think I think it it has kind of leaked out already. Mm. Okay. Manny, so, anything else? Yeah. Uh, you talk a lot about the epilogue, and we know that Justice League was supposed to be the start of a three-part Justice League mm-hmm. movie that Snyder's talked about. And, and now in this version, being that it's, it's it's pretty much a solo film, does it at all try to tie it up with a bow at, during the epilogue, or does it does it leave you hanging like this is what you could have got, suckers? Yes, that oh. your 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 latter conclusion is correct. <laughs> Um, it, le- it, it hangs with the cliffhanger with, with the epilogue, with the nightmare sequence. And then you're, you're just sitting there going, am I going to get this? Because if I'm not going to get this, it's, it's going to be a huge letdown. And the answer is yes. It, it kind of leads to justice league two and three. If there was a part of the, if that trilogy was going to happen, but because now it's not going to happen. That's, a, that's where, that's where you have to, have to take it to the fact that okay you know what hopefully the flash just resets everything <laughs> <laughs> and that's and it's not going to happen unless it's, it's going to happen with the other movies if you know what i mean so so in reality we we don't know if it's going to happen is because it, it hasn't happened yet because uh we don't know what uh warner brothers actually has has entailed for the next you know you know 10 10 years with with this franchise but yeah 
it leaves you with a huge cliffhanger with with dark side that's, <laughs> that's where you're actually coming to it's sort of like it's sort of like what happens if um if you actually took a marvel thanos and then he, and then and then it ends with he collected all the gems from the glove and then they basically said okay we're done Damn. <laughs> <laughs> okay it's it's sort of like that so so yeah um that that by itself i i want to say it's not a letdown yet and yet is because warner brothers still has a chance to make those movies yeah we we got to talk quite in in depth with uh hanny and jace about the uh alleged storyboards for two and three that that were released and um with the multiverse idea i because we both i was it you and i manny that said it was kind of selfish or no me and jay jace we, we we looked at the end of the uh justice league tr- trilogy as it was allegedly supposed to happen and and we were like you leave all of these characters un unusable almost as far as like comics stuff you know and f- future movies and and uh it was almost almost now hindsight 2020 almost like snyder was developing his own pocket universe a a multiverse to to begin with like what do you what do you think about that manny do do you think he knew or hoped that that warner brothers would still use the characters elsewhere outside of his thing because he does so much that pigeonholes them well, I mean, it was his universe to build. He was producer on on a lot of the other films and had his input in. So he was he was, for a lack of a better term, Warner Brothers Feige for DC. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of people panicked and and decided to go different directions. Do you think that's why though? Because they saw that it would be difficult difficult without multiverse and whatnot to use the characters. If you went down his, we know why he left justice league. We're I, nobody's I taking anything from, from his, uh, 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 tra- tragedy. I'm saying specifically all the flack he took from the, from the get, get go. No, I, I don't, I do not think executive, a, a studio is that dumb to let him start without knowing, knowing the path he was going to take. There, there had to be already meetings and they had faith in it. Just didn't work and, out. And I don't. Well, they they did, and then they panicked afterwards and changed their mind. Yeah, that's what I do feel happened. But I, I you know, they they knew which way he was going. They knew what the what the uh, no pun intended end game was going to be with him. But they, w- with how successful lighter films were, I, I think that's where that's where things got weird. Plus WB has been shifting executives for the last past few years. So what one group of people may have liked or one head may have liked another one did not. So um, there's just a lot of factors go with it. But so to, to say that he was pigeon towing characters on, you know, on purpose so nobody else can use them. I think, no, it was just that, you know, the the main goal was to justice League one, two and three. Yeah. And I didn't whatever. mean it like he was being a, a jerk and like they're they're all mine. I just meant that his story itself mm-hmm. was selfish because it pigeonholed him. But you you are right. It he was tapped to to do it, 
and they got scared. So, yeah. You well, got I, 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 I want to also point out is um, Deborah Snyder mm-hmm. is still listed as producer in all the future movies. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So, um, That's so from, so from, from my understanding, even though Zach's, this may be Zach Snyder's uh, last movie, it doesn't mean that Deborah Snyder is not going to be influencing the future movies. Mm. Um, in fact, um, in fact, one of my un- unpublished interviews that I have not published yet is I did talk with producer Deborah Snyder about this Justice League movie. I didn't talk to Zack Snyder, but I did talk about uh, Deborah Snyder. And we actually addressed whether this is going to be sort of like a future presidents um, with mm-hmm. uh, with other movies, whether we're going to if directors are going to all have their own chance to come up with a director's cut <laughs> in, in, in its own way. But because she, you see. because she answered that question, that signaled to me that she's still going to be involved in future movies. Does that actually make sense? So, so that's why I think there is actually hope beyond this Justice League movie. It might not be Zack Snyder because, you know, I think he just got burned too much and he's, he's tired. And I think it's just time for him to move on to something else, mm-hmm. which, which I, don't, I don't blame him. And I also think that w, um, Warner Brothers want to bring in other directors at this point. And, and that's what they're actually doing. They, they brought in other directors. Um, the Suicide Squad is being done by someone else. Um, you know, Aquaman was, was a success. Um, Pat, Patty Jenkins, her first Wonder Woman, was, was a surprise. So they, they actually know that um, they just need a variety of directors, just like Marvel. The only, the only difference that, um, that I find with Marvel is sometimes Marvel... Um, gambles on um, on first or second time directors that you ne- you never heard of. Um, that's that's why I jokingly tell people who 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 says Captain Marvel is the best movie has ever made. You know when that at first actually came out, and now you know like like years later, I would say if Captain Marvel was such a great movie, name the directors of Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and no one could tell me that. And that's because Captain Marvel was not the best movie you know, ever, ever made. And, and if it was so great, those two directors from Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. they would get a second chance and they did not. That's a very fair point. <laughs> it was a, it was a B, B, B minus at its very, very best. Oh, the B, one huh? thing I can say about it, it never got worse and it never got better on rewatches. It is literally a lukewarm movie, which is, I guess, a, an accomplishment sometimes because these days it's like really awesome or really bad. It's almost hard to find something that you can, it's on, I can watch it, you know, <laughs> something new. Well, um, and, and this Zack Snyder movie, by the way, um, I saw it twice. So it is, it is rewatchable um, for, for the fact that it, in case, if you want to go back and you think you missed something. Wonder Woman 1984 to me is not rewatchable. No, no, okay. Suicide Squad was not rewatchable. Okay, but the first Wonder Woman was very rewatchable again. So, this Justice League movie, the reason why I gave it just you know, like a C, a solid C, is because it, it didn't, it's not bad, it's just not great, you know. That's that, that, that's so I'm. 
unlike uh, you know a lot of critics out there, it's uh, you know it's 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 passable. It it did its job, is what I wanted to say. Nice, Manny. Anything else before we start wrapping up? Any no. questions? No, I think we're we're good for now. Oh, cool. Uh, Gig, thank you so much for coming on today, giving us a little bit of a in- insight into uh, Justice League from your point of view. Really appreciate that. Um, everyone, make sure you are checking out the YouTube channel, LRM Online YouTube channel. Celebrity interviews, writers, directors, uh, producers, actors, actresses, um, the whole nine. Uh, the podcasts are there. Uh, LR Mornings on video. We're trying to do uh, live shows with other th- things. And you know, LR Mornings is live on Thursdays with me and Manny usually, but tomorrow might be iffy because of the Justice League thing. So stay tuned to LRM under- underscore exclusive. Gig, where can pe- people find you at online? I don't know if I need, need you fanboys to be finding me online. <laughs> <laughs> but it is, uh, it is at Gig Pata on, uh, on, on Twitter and also on Instagram. Manny, yourself? You can find me at uh, LRM underscore Emmanuel on Twitter. And you can find me at uh, RiddleMeThis underscore 510 on Instagram. Do you have anything coming up in the future for related to your hat? my hat <laughs> actually yeah i have i have a couple of uh pieces on some uh, interesting conversations i had with the director and producer for mortal Kombat, as well as i'm uh, not 100 percent sure yet but uh some of the cast members as well those are going to be uh, those will those will be video interviews very cool you guys uh don't forget to check out the podcast channel find me me at that kyle malone on twitter at that one kind of malone on instagram thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you next time mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing chumbo casino online i was only playing for fun so winning was a dream come true chumbo casino was america's favorite free online social casino you too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes absolutely anybody could be like mary be like mary log on to chumbocasino.com and play for free now no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details the voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner 